In this episode, we're going to challenge some common perceptions surrounding service level agreements or SLAs. So, contrary to popular belief, we'll discuss why SLAs aren't actually there for the customer's benefit at all. And I'm sure some people out there will disagree with some of the things that I'm about to share, and I'm totally cool with that. As you'll soon discover by the end of this episode, they are a crucial component when it comes to selecting the right IT provider for your business. Now, before we jump in, let's first establish what an SLA is and its fundamental role. A service level agreement is a contract between you and your IT service provider that outlines the level of service the provider is expected to deliver. It sets the performance benchmarks, response times, and escalation procedures. It includes things like how they triage and assign priorities to tickets, the hours of support they cover, what to do if you have a complaint, and any other terms and conditions of the service. While you as the customer will typically gauge the service that you receive based on feelings or subjective experiences, the primary function of an SLA is to provide a measurable and objective framework for the IT provider. By clearly defining the performance metrics, response times and other targets, an SLA becomes a tool for your IT provider to track their own performance and maintain accountability. It serves as a benchmark which they can use to evaluate their service delivery and make any improvements. Now, I know here at M3 Networks that we pay far more attention to our SLA and how we are performing than our customers do. We sweat the small stuff every day, like the fact that our response time went up from 38 to 43 minutes this week. Yeah, I know. What a disaster, right? And every time a customer has to wait an extra five minutes, God kills a kitten. The reason it's such a big deal to us is because we are passionate about providing the best IT support service that we can, because we are our own biggest critics. Now, we don't claim to be perfect, but the reality is that the customer won't notice and probably doesn't care if we took five minutes longer to respond to their ticket this week compared to last week because it's insignificant and has very little to no impact on their business. What they, you, as a customer really cares about is what the service feels like. You don't need metrics to tell you whether you're getting a great service or not. You decide this with your heart, not your head. Now, can you remember the last time you went into a restaurant and the service was slow? This is something most of you have experienced at some point in their life. Think about this, before you walked through the door of the restaurant, you had no idea how long that restaurant takes on average to serve its customers, effectively their SLA. After all, restaurants don't post that kind of information, do they? And you didn't start a stopwatch when you sat down, but at some point, you just knew that something was wrong with the service. Because you have a built-in mechanism for just knowing that the service you're receiving is bad and that mechanism is your gut instinct. Now, of course, if we suddenly started taking five hours longer instead of five minutes to respond to customer issues, then that would be a huge problem because then it would start to have an impact on the productivity of our customers' businesses. But the point I'm making here is that the customer doesn't need an SLA to tell them this. 
our customers' employees would very quickly get the message to the business owner or the IT decision maker that something isn't right. But here's the thing. On paper, our written response time for basic IT issues is eight hours. That's the maximum time that we can take to respond to a ticket. The reality is, as I've just said earlier, at the time of this episode being recorded, we are responding in 43 minutes. Which brings me on to why SLAs are not helpful when you're choosing a new IT provider. Now, I've just said that our average response time is 43 minutes. And I think that's pretty good. But if I was speaking to a potential customer who asked for a sample of our SLA to compare this with other IT companies they are speaking with, ours would say eight hours. And that could put us at a massive disadvantage compared to another IT provider that said that theirs was four hours. So some of you might now be thinking, why don't you just say it's one hour? After all, I mean, that's longer than the 43 minutes that you're saying that you respond in. So we're still within the SLA, right? Well, yes, that would appear a logical thing to do. But the problem is that one, we're a small business with just over 20 staff. And two, we live in the world of IT where everything and anything can go wrong at any time. Now, imagine a Monday morning when we've got two technicians relaxing by a beach on holiday, a member of the team has just called in sick and can't work, a customer server has just failed, and another customer has just called to say that Julian Accounts has just clicked on a phishing link, and now she's got some weird messages appearing on her screen. That's the situation where the eight-hour response time is there to ensure that we can still meet our customers' expectations. So basically, Mark, the SLA is just there to cover your ass. Pretty much, you could look at it like that, looking at it simplistically, an SLA is just expanded terms and conditions, except it's not. Our SLA helps us to proactively identify potential issues in our processes. It helps us to allocate resources and it helps us to manage our workload and ensure that customers' critical issues are addressed promptly by having clear escalation procedures. And yes, it does give us headroom for those days when everything's on fire and it takes us a bit longer to respond to issues. And this is why it's absolutely critical that your IT provider has an SLA. By saying that, it sounds like I'm implying that not all IT companies have an SLA. And I sure am because it's true. I see this almost every time I speak with a potential new customer. In fact, I go as far to say that only around 20% IT companies out there have a proper written down SLA document that they can provide to a customer. And here's the thing, an SLA is only as good as the trust that you have in your IT provider. It's crucial to choose a reputable and reliable IT partner who values their commitments and takes the SLA seriously. Now let's address the elephant in the room. Some business owners and IT decision makers will argue that SLAs are unnecessary because they already have a good working relationship with the IT provider. And while a strong relationship is undoubtedly valuable, an SLA serves as a safety net, a written agreement that protects both parties and provides a structured framework for service delivery. And I feel it's worth mentioning that none of us can claim to run a perfect business. In that once in a blue moon situation, where your IT company is having a hell of a day and five things are on fire, are you really going to pull out the SLA document and bash them over the head with it? Of course you're not. Because despite what's written down, we're all human and a bit of understanding and empathy goes a long way. After all, 
I've often said that your relationship with your IT provider is a bit like a marriage. Sometimes you both need to put up a little bit of shit. Let's shift our focus to a few practical tips for business owners and IT decision makers when it comes to SLAs. But first up, I just want to tell you a little bit about the IT services buyer's guide that we have. This is a free document on our website. You don't have to enter any information to get access to it. You just need to head over to www.m3networks.co.uk forward slash buyer's guide and you'll be able to click the link and get the download. And this is going to give you loads of information to help you understand the questions that you need to ask any potential IT partner in your business or indeed just go back and ask these questions to your existing IT company and then you can help find out whether you're being served correctly and whether there's any gaps in the IT support services that you are being offered. Now, let's get back to the episode. Let's shift our focus to a few practical tips for business owners and IT decision makers when it comes to SLAs. First and foremost, do your due diligence before selecting an IT company. Any IT company that cannot provide a sample SLA should be wiped off your shortlist. Look for providers with a proven track record, positive client testimonials, and a reputation for honouring their SLAs. And you can easily check this by asking to see recent stats or KPIs from their help desk. It's something we include in our proposals and presentations with prospects because for us, it's important to be able to back up what our marketing says we do. A good IT company should be able to provide a report showing response times, resolution times, and have a customer satisfaction or some sort of feedback system that they can share with you. Also, I always urge potential new customers to speak with one or two of our existing customers that are like them, either a similar size or perhaps they're in the same industry. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. I've explored why SLAs can initially seem like bullshit, but in fact are a critical component when selecting an IT provider for your business. Remember, it's not the SLA themselves that are the issue, but rather the importance of choosing a trustworthy IT partner who takes their commitment seriously. If you'd like a quick chat with me about anything I've discussed in this episode, or you have a specific question about any aspect of your IT or cybersecurity, you can book a call in my diary. Just head over to www.m3networks.co.uk forward slash meetmark. And finally, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to follow or subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast app for future episodes where I'll dive deeper into other IT and cyber related topics. Texas is an M3 Networks podcast. Find out more at m3networks.co.uk.